Make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Good Monday evening, everybody. I am the host of the Redfish Chuck Show, Charles Levi, joined by always my co-hosts, Mr. Alan Ryland and Pepe Vidal. How are you guys doing this fine Monday evening? I'm sick. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I do not want to hear it. Somebody got me sick. I couldn't be better. Thank you. I know. Congratulations, Peppy, on uh, on finishing fifth place in the uh, what is it, the kayak fishing classics? Yep, the championship. Yep. Thank you. It was uh, it was tough, man. It was. You know what? I can't get upset. I caught eight fish. I caught eight redfish in the day. Not my fault that. The big ones weren't there where, you know, instead of the, I caught everything between 20 and 25 inches. But, you know, it is what it is. I caught eight fish. I can't complain, you know. It's one of those things. They were, there you go. You know, they're, hey, as long as you catch fish, man, if I catch fish, you can't get mad, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in yeah. true peppy fashion, if anybody is uh, looking for any new equipment, you can uh, check out the Space Coast Kayak Angler page on Facebook as Pepe gets ready to unload all of his gifts. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man, that's awesome. No, man, congratulations, seriously. I know you worked your butt off this year in that tournament series and others, and, uh, yeah, well-deserved uh, to least place. That's cool. But, um, Alan? Yo. Alan hey, got, got a chat yeah, I got a chat room. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to have to log out and log back in. I got no chat room. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, well. By the way, hold on a second, Alan. Guests, there's some guests that are in there in the chat room right there. Um, if you guys want to get in on the conversation in the chat room, you can log in using either your Facebook or your Twitter account. Uh, feel free to do that at any time during the show. Uh, also, too, if any of you guys want to get in on the conversation uh, tonight, topics at hand, uh, which I think we're going to talk a little bit about um, nighttime fishing. We'll do some nighttime talk and uh, whatever whatever else comes up. We might not even get to nighttime fishing. Who knows? It is what it is. So uh, 
That call-in number is 714-816-4727, 714-816-4727. Thank you very much for joining us this evening, Alan Ryland. Yo. Our good friend, uh, yeah, you got a chat room? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, our good friend Tammy took some amazing pictures today of you with As tarpon always. flying out of the water. Um Congratulations on a good day. Thank you. Very good day. I'm glad to we, see you uh, back in a in a kayak chair. Yeah, you know, that was the uh other than my trip last weekend, that was the uh the first kayak official kayaking trip since uh since the surgery. So I did okay. I got tired pretty quick, but uh good day. I think uh this little cold I got coming on is probably the uh <clears throat> what got me wore out so quick, so Glad and you got a birthday coming up too, right? So you're getting older. I do. Yes, I do. I'm getting even older. I can feel it. So, uh, yes, my birthday is this week. Well, happy early so, birthday, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. So, yeah, we did pretty yeah. good. We um, uh, hit, hit spot over in Mesquite Lagoon and uh, just uh, happened to come across some little baby tarpon and some feeder creeks and canals and shorelines and all kinds of different areas. So we did a little bit of uh, jungle warfare to get to them in a couple spots. And uh, caught all mine, of course, on the Slayer Inc., the new SST chicken off the chain. Uh, they were destroying that lure. So uh, did real good. So Did I see that yeah. you bridled one? Did you hook one through the head? No. I... Uh, <laughs> I can assure you that fish was hooked in the mouth, and I think in one of the four or five jumps it did, it must have come unhooked and impaled itself through the uh, through the cranium. So uh, quite <laughs> odd. So uh, we got some pictures of it up next to the boat and stuff like that, and tried to get it unhooked the best we could without hurting it, and it was it was fine. A little bit of a flesh wound, but it, it swam off strong and uh, jumped one on the fly. Had him on for about two or three jumps. Started getting him in. Tammy was getting ready to start video, and then boom, he came off. So, uh, yeah, we had a uh, had a pretty good day. Tammy caught her a uh, 24-inch uh, flounder. I saw that. 20 trout. Yeah, Tammy caught a big flounder. She didn't know what it was at first. Also caught that on a on a slayer ink lure. So, uh, you know, pretty good day. We saw some redfish tailing early. We couldn't get them to uh, cooperate. I think it was a. Uh, dead peak full moon last night, if not a day or so coming off of it. So that uh, might have had them kind of locked up, but uh, mm-hmm. we still did good. Cool. Can I talk about Louisiana? No. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, There's no sure, fish in Louisiana. Listen, you could talk about Louisiana if you're not going to explain to to us anyone was hold on okay so for those that don't know alan went to louisiana alan got to go to louisiana with chris sensi slayer and so it was kind of like a congratulations you beat cancer kind of a deal and uh you know it's um it's pretty it's it, it was a pretty awesome trip from what we all heard uh, i think we each got the round of phone calls and uh you know, everyone's story was exactly the same. I know when I hung up with you at one point, I called Peppy, and Peppy's like, yeah, I know, he's like, rubbed it in. And I was like, I know. 
I know. He told me the story about the black drum, and I was like, oh, yeah, black drum. Yeah, sure, eating soft plastics. No, that's awesome. That happens every day over here, right? Of course it does. Yeah, yeah whatever. So, uh, no, tell us, man. It's cool, but, but yeah, tell us about it. Uh, yeah, I won't go into all the explicit details. I, I don't remember how many fish I actually caught, but um, it's not – people uh, kind of lead you to believe that you can just go over there and, and throw a Cheeto in the water and catch a redfish. It's it's not like that. It's um, That's the first time I've ever fished it, so I'm by no means an expert on, on Louisiana anything, but – we had to work for them. We had to we had to find fish. I mean, everywhere you go over there looks looks good. Looks like it would hold fish, and it doesn't. Um, where they were one day, they weren't the next. They move around, and uh, the thing about it is, is once you find them, um, from what we saw, at least what I experienced, you know, being my first time, if you can find them, they will eat. And good talk. We threw, you know. <laughs> The, the beta choice, what I was getting them on was the uh, the Slayer Inc. SST and the, uh, I forget the exact color, but it's the purple, kind of a purple with an orange kind of hue to the top of it, and it's got the uh, chartreuse tail on the SST, and they were, uh, you know, if you could get anything in front of them, within about a foot in front of them, the water is kind of, it's it's very muddy bottom, so the water is kind of uh, discolored, you know, some some worse, worse than other in places, but... Uh, the fish that we saw, you know, most of them, you know, 40, 30, 40 pound or 30, 40 inch plus fish in a foot, foot and a half of water pushing with their backs out of the water and feeding. So it was uh, pretty crazy. We had some unbelievable strikes. We got some great footage on video. Chris is uh, working on uh, working on getting another little video put together for Slayer Inc., a little promotional thing. So that should be coming out soon. Um but, it, you know, we had a blast. It, it blew, of course. It was windy. It was probably 10 to 15 every day we were there. Uh, we got uh, – our trip got cut a day short because of a front coming in. It was supposed to be blowing 30, 35 on Wednesday. So uh, we left out of there on uh, on Tuesday morning. But uh, definitely, definitely an epic trip. I mean, I, you know, can't thank Chris Sensi enough. And, uh, you know, anybody else that had anything to do with that, it was uh, kind of a last-minute type thing, kind of a surprise type thing. So – uh, very fun. <laughs> In other news, uh, whatever. No, that's cool, man. That's good. It was it was very well deserved, and I'm glad you had a good time, and glad you guys caught some fish, and glad you got a chance to see what that's all about, so you can. Uh, continue to tell me and Peppy and Wade and everybody else how awesome Louisiana is until we get the chance to go there ourselves. Yep. Definitely. Good stuff. Good stuff. One of these days. Yeah. I don't know. They're looking at it for a boondoggle. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but they're looking at uh, trying to get down there maybe for a boondoggle out here. So it'll be interesting. Oh, and I, and I know adventure fishing world championship. That's, that's a go. That's, ah, that's yeah. going to be a go. Yes, indeed. So, yes, indeed. So, yeah. So, Peppy, what else is going on, brother? What's what's new and exciting in your world? Not much, man. Just uh, uh, duck hunting season starts on Saturday, so I'll be doing some of that. But um, what's it called? Took I actually took the boat out today. My 
the, the flat boat I got, I took it out for the first time. So I didn't go fishing this afternoon. It laid that it laid down out there, and I needed to take the boat out. And I actually took it out by myself. Um, it just ran around for a little while. I didn't do any fishing. Wish I would have had a rod with me because I did see some bait being busted up and all kinds of stuff. And I'm sitting there going, "Oh, great! I come out here with no rod on me." <laughs> you know? And one of those, I called. I called a certain person that lives close by to me to see if he would join me out there so I wasn't alone, but he never answered his phone. So, you know, so I just leave it at that. Yeah, funny, because my phone works, and it didn't ring. Yeah, but you don't live that close. I mean, I went in the water at (laughs) 4.30. You know, this is somebody that lives close, that lives like probably like five minutes away. Gotcha. Hit, hit. Yeah, he's he's in the middle he's in the middle of screening calls right now I think so uh, we'll um, <laughs> anyhow yeah he, you know it was one of those things last minute things that I wanted to take the boat out and and you know he lives close by and I said well I got to be with some I want to be with somebody out there I don't want to be out there by myself but it was there was nobody around so I had to do it on my own but you know just one of those things you looking at doorknobs. What are you talking about? Looking in the doorknobs. What? <laughs> Wade's talking about looking in doorknobs like some kind of creeper with that new mustache he's got. <laughs> Dude, Wade came by the shop the other day and uh, had the the 80s throwback mustache. And, uh, man, I, it was a little, just a little creepy. I don't. I don't know if Wade could get. I don't know if he could get close to schools with that thing, man. I don't know. I don't think Wade's supposed to be near schools anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I was waiting for him to roll up in a white van with black painted windows or something. With hey, Wade's on native, the line, by the way. I know he is. I just pulled him on. I just put him live, and he's talking about looking into peepholes and and whatever. <laughs> Oh, you okay? I wondered how he how he popped in. Yeah, that was and, me. I put, I saw him there, so I just figured I'd throw him live to see what right. you guys talking about. And I got him talking about looking through keyholes or something like that. Nice. I missed right. that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You also oh, missed well. you also missed out on Peppy calling you out for not answering your phone. When? Oh, when? Yeah. Yeah. Take your missed calls. Oh, I don't and check. You got in fact, check check your message. Uh oh. All right. You got to make go. appointments. I can't. You know. You got to make appointments. Hey. Oh. You know how us pro staffers are. We're all professionals, so you know we gotta we gotta make sure that we uh, we stay on the up and up. Good I have, God. I to, yeah. I have to screen calls now. Yeah, well, I'm going to let Wade go back. I'm going to pull Wade live so he can be live, and Al- Captain Alice is live. Anytime you guys want to chime in, feel free to just start talking. But uh, what we're going to do real quick, we're going to run, we're going to hit up a commercial break, and then uh, once we get back, we're going to try and talk about something uh, other than keyholes and peeping in on whatever you're talking about, Wade. Oh, uh, hey, I can clear that up. Yeah, no worries. I got something to tell you guys. After the commercial, I'll tell you guys something about Friday night. I'll tell you guys All about right. Friday night. Cool. Sounds good. All right, guys. Uh, again, you're listening to Kayak Fishing Radio. This is the Redfish Chuck Show here on Monday nights. Thank you all so much for listening to us, and uh, we'll be right back. Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? 
Check out yachtangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Folks, if you haven't noticed or if you haven't been watching Facebook lately, KBB Outfitters has officially opened up. I am super excited about that. This is the uh, unofficial, official uh, commercial spot for KBB Outfitters since it's my show. I figure, what the heck, I might as well promote my shop. If you ever, if you're in the uh, area of Titusville and you're looking to pick up some gear, whether it be soft plastics, hard baits, rods, reels, line, hooks, whatever. Uh, feel free to stop on by, give us a shout, let us know uh, what we can do to help you out and get you better suited for your fishing day. Uh, we're, of course, we're located in the same building as Kayaks by Bo at 410 South Hopkins Avenue in the historic downtown district of Titusville. Appreciate everybody stopping by the last couple of weeks and showing us a little bit of love. Thank you so much, Mr. Randy Eng- English. He has been our number one customer and, uh, it's just fun to watch that guy just come in and just crack jokes. So, uh, but no, thank you very much for all the support. There you go. So, talk to us, Peppy. Hey, just one thing. Just one thing. I want to clear up this keyhole thing. Nope. I was uh, Alan. Alan. Uh, I was talking with Alan before. I, I thought I was on the air, and he was saying he was sick. I said, "That's what you get for licking doorknobs and keyboards." Uh, I didn't, and that's I didn't where y'all that. came on. <laughs> that is pretty scary. But your keyhole thing sounded better. It did sound better. Isn't that what it sounded like, Peppy? Yeah, it did. It sure <laughs> did. I thought you said keyhole. Anyway, all right then. So uh, Spazzy wants to call. Yeah, call in, Spaz. That's fine, man. I want everybody to call in. Why not everybody? Hey, Randy English, call us. I'm sure you got a story. <laughs> oh, I see, I see yeah. the fine people from New Smyrna Beach. That are uh, Ann and Mike are in the chat room. Uh, if you guys didn't see the post that Mike put up on the Space Coast Kayak Angler page, I have to apologize once again to Mike. Um, I know I cannot be trusted. Uh, I hope that one day I can re. Uh, I can, oh, and he just dropped out of the chat room. I hope that uh, I hope that I can. Reinstate your trust in me and, and, and kayaks by Bo and the whole family, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. What was that all about? Yeah, I missed that one. Oh, I, I, uh, I saw a post, I, helped, I didn't have any I, idea what it was about. I helped him sell a boat today. He sold his boat already. <laughs> I know. And, and if you're listening, type in the type in the chat room that it's okay to talk about that real quick because it is kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, Pepe, go ahead and uh, tell us about Friday, man. All right. Um, I had a long, I had a long uh, couple days of fishing. You know, I pre-fished on Friday for the term with Wade. We had a long day. We fished all day long and everything like that. Um, came back from doing that. Went home for a while. Took a shower and everything like that. I said, "Well, I'm going to go hit up, you know, all over canal." and do some night fishing. It was good. I've been hearing reports from just 
from Justin and from 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 other people that it was it was it, it you know the bite was on, and I decided to hit all over Canal Friday night. Went home, headed back out. Um, go to the bait shop, go get some bait, go get some some big jumbo shrimp. And who do I see over there? I see a couple guys from Jackson, not from Jackson, from Tampa. Uh, Joe Camiotti and and Mike Julian from. They were just at the base shop. I don't know what they were doing and stuff, but they saw me there, whatever. They pulled out, hey, Pepe, what's up, and all this stuff, and they see me with my bait bucket. And I'm like, dude, what are you guys doing? And they're like, no, we're not doing anything, whatever. I go, well, I'm headed over to Hollywood Canal to catch some big reds. You guys, what do you, what do you, you guys want to go? And they're like, uh, yeah, what, what do we do? And all this stuff. And I told them, well, this is what you do. I told them what to buy. Justin told me. Pretty much I went with what just, Justin was telling me to do. And headed over there. Went to Hollywood Canal, launched over there. We were on the water for maybe 10 minutes, and I hooked I hooked up first. I hooked up to a 32-inch redfish. Got that thing in, everything like that. Um, these guys are going nuts with the fish I caught. They're like, oh, my God, that thing's a monster and all this stuff and everything. Like, I'm freaking out with this thing, and it's a 32-incher. About 10 minutes later go by, and I hear Joe screaming. I hear him screaming and all kinds of stuff and everything like that, and I go over there to go see what's going on. He's hooked up to something on his light tackle rod with 10-pound braid on it, and he's hooked up to something there, and he's fighting that thing, all the stuff. He pulls that sucker up, and I think you could hear him on the, both ends of the canal because that's how loud he was screaming and stuff and woody-hooing and all kinds of stuff. and He was just going nuts because he pulled up a big, fat 40-incher. <laughs> Biggest redfish he has ever seen, biggest redfish he has ever caught, you know, is, is he was going nuts. He was just going nuts at that fish. And, you know, he couldn't thank me enough, you know, for inviting him out there. And next, you know, Mike Julian, he's from Connecticut, so he really hasn't been fishing redfish for a long time. He's only been down here for about a year living in Tampa. He's used to catching stripers. And he's on a paddleboard. He's on a boat. He's on one of those boat paddleboards. And we're at the mouth of the canal over on the Indian Riverside. And we're hanging out over there, and all of a sudden, he hooks up. That paddle board looked like it had a motor on it. That thing was hauling butt. I mean, that thing was hauling butt down the canal. I was laughing my butt off because I couldn't believe how fast that thing was moving. Um, finally, he got that thing up. And when he got that thing up and we measured it, 44-inch redfish he got. 44 inches. Yeah. He caught a monster. Um, they were as happy as could be. And next thing you know, we're by the ramp, close by the ramp, and I can see a truck pulling in. I see a truck pulling with a PA on the back. And when I see a PA in the back, I'm like, oh, Chuck showed up. So I'm thinking it's you, Chuck. Yeah. And next thing you know, when I go to see who it is and stuff, I go over to see who it is, it's Drew Mixon. <laughs> so Drew's there now. And Drew gets out, and Drew, Drew was just coming to throw. All he was going to come doing is throw top water and try to catch some trout. That's all he was going to do. Um, he wasn't thinking about catching a big redfish or anything like that. And we're telling him what we're doing. Um, uh, Joe and Mike are ready to leave already, and they still got shrimp. So then they give their shrimp to Drew. I told Drew how to set up, and he goes, okay, this is what I do. And I go, yeah, just set it up with a couple split shots, all this stuff and everything like that, and that's it. He goes, all right. 
we go out there, head on out. As soon as we get out into the canal, Drew goes, so what's this all about? What do I do, just drop this thing? And I go, yeah, just drop it and let's drift and see what happens. Not five minutes go by that Drew doesn't hook up. <laughs> and Drew hooks up. Yeah. And Drew hooks up to the biggest redfish that he's ever caught also. Personal best for three guys that night. Drew hooked nice. up to a 40 redfish that night. So three guys that got their personal best redfish on Friday night. That was the best. You know, I only caught a 32-incher, but I was just happy, you know, seeing these guys and the way these guys were for catching their personal best redfish. You know, they were they were ecstatic. I mean, Drew was going nuts because uh, I think his, his biggest redfish before that, I think, was like 36 inches or something like that. And I think Micah had a bigger redfish than him, had a personal best bigger than him. So now... He was happy as heck because he caught this 42-incher, and now he was rubbing it in on Micah. He was texting Micah right there with the picture and everything like that, just rubbing it in that's on his son's, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> Didn't so, get much better yeah, than that. Man, it, yeah, it was a great night, man. Friday night was 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 tremendous. I mean, even Joe Camiotti and Mike Julian, both of those guys did really well on Saturday also. Uh, Joe came in second. Mike came in third, and they had stellar days on Saturday, and even then, they won kayaks, and still, they were saying that they would, they would, they would not, you know, their best part of the whole weekend was Friday night. They just, right. they would not, you know, they would not change, change that for the world, what happened on Friday night. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll give up their wins on Saturday for what happened on Saturday, on Friday night. I mean, that's how ecstatic they were over it. So, I was just glad to see that, man. It was it was great to see guys that had never caught redfish that big before, man. Put that they'll put those fish on their laps, man, and sit there and see, wow, what that is, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh oh, yeah. <clears throat> we all know that Wade Wade is the uh unofficial mayor of the Thousand Islands. I think it's pretty safe to say that Justin is the uh mayor of Hallover Canal, so we'll uh we'll let Justin Justin, come on in here, man, and talk a little bit. Tell us what uh, you know, what you got going on in in these evening hours in these dark places. I don't know, man. Can I be like the ambassador of Hallover? Because mayor's like an old title. Ambassador can you be? Can you be the pro? Now. Can you be the pro staffer, the professional, the professional angler of Hallover Canal? Because we all know that pro <laughs> staff means professional. Well, look, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've been fishing for more than like I've been fishing for more than like fourteen days, so maybe maybe I'd fit in that category. I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, this is this is not gonna stop. This is gonna go on forever. I'm just gonna continuously uh refer to all those who may have <laughs> a sponsor or twelve sponsors as professionals. Because at the end of the day, who gives a rat's ass? Go out and catch some fish. And don't worry Thank about you. what other people are doing. So stupid. Real quick, Justin, sorry. Now I feel like I need to get on a soapbox. So here we go. Chuck's rant. Pot of cork. Yeah. <laughs> right. Prepare yourself. Hide your children. Hide your wives. Listen. If there is – I have ne- – I've been – okay. I've been fishing since I was two years old. 
I've been in and around the fishing industry for a long, long time. Offshore tournaments, offshore fishing. I've, I've, I've rowed out on some of the nicest boats in Port Canaveral. I fish with some of the best captains out there. I fish tournaments inshore, offshore, whatever. I have never seen a group of anglers that have so much to cry about and so much to complain about and so much to gripe about as the kayak fishing community now does. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Dude, I haven't seen crap like this since junior high school. Seriously. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just sellouts to the man. Dude, you know what? We're just like, sellouts seriously. to the man. No, but like seriously. <laughs> like at the end of the day, like I, in, in here, like here's a good example. <clears throat> the uh, the uh, Yak Angler Kayak Angler Choice Awards, okay? It's a, it's a voted on by your peers awards thing are are people going to win or are people going to be placed in the top five that you might not recognize or you know whatever yeah yeah because you know why because people just have to vote it's just like a like your picture kind of thing if you get the most likes you win it's 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 the same kind of thing and the funny thing is nobody wins anything you win a sticker that you can put on a piece of paper if you want to um you know print it out and hang it on your wall but you don't win any prizes. There's no money. Does it really matter to people's lives who wins and who loses? There's people that are right now on Facebook losing their minds over this thing. And, and at the end of the day, if you think you're that special or your buddy is that special that he should have won, you should have voted for him. You should have nominated him. And apparently the rest of the kayak fishing community doesn't know who he is or her is or doesn't care to vote for that person. So – you know what? It's it's fun. It's all done and fun. It's not meant to be the end all be all. We're not nominating the next president of the United States. It's just fishing. That's it. It's fishing. If I want to represent Hobie and Slayer and Ego Nets and everybody else that I represent, that's my choice. I love the brands. I love the people who run those brands. I love the companies themselves. I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to promote them. Am I going to get a discount or some free stuff for it, maybe, but I'm part of the promotional staff, so that's kind of my job. So for those of you that are jealous because nobody wants you to, to uh, show off their product or nobody wants you to be a part of their brand because you may or may not have a bad reputation among your peers for being a jackass, then don't cry about it. Don't cry about it. Fix yourself. Look in the mirror and fix yourself. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That, is yeah, that, I mean, that, uh, is that I pretty, to, that's I pretty spot on right there? Kind of, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm crazy, but I just think that we're all grown men. And, again, in in an industry that is still in, in its early infant stages of being a, an industry – Nobody has the right to call themselves anything other than a weekend warrior. I don't care what you do, who you are, how many times you fish. I'll be honest. There's, there's like one dude that I know that doesn't guide that can call himself a professional angler. And that's because all that dude does is fish. He travels all around the country and fishes out of a kayak, and that's Drew Gregory. Everybody else has a day job. Everybody else has another job they do besides fish, you know? And, and so there, 
if you're a guide, sure, call yourself a pro. I mean, I would call yourself a guide, and we will we will allow your character and the way that people uh, think about you to to uh, show whether or not you're professional. Ridiculous. Sorry, Justin. Nighttime fishing. No, no, no. I I mean, <laughs> I'd like to just chime in on that. Um, yes. You know. In this sport, and it doesn't matter what sport it is, I don't care if it's soccer, I don't care if it's football, um, you know, I think people got on this hype, something happened where people felt like they needed to prove to the rest of the world that they were deserving of something or that, you know, that that they feel like they need to be better than somebody else. There's no hierarchy system in the fishing world. You know, we all love to catch fish. We love to hang out, and that's what it should be about. I mean, nobody – you're right, we're all grown men. We should all just respect what each other likes to do. It's not about saying, oh, well, this person has that, but I have this, and this is better than that. There's not. There's no better than when it comes to any kind of company or any kind of fish or size or whatever. Just be happy for what the other person has. Let, let that person have what they have. Be happy for what you have, and just go about it. It's – you know, I don't know. When it comes to representing the companies that you like, it's just that. You like the company. You like the product. Whether they approach you or you approach them, doesn't matter. I mean, it's, you know, you're not necessarily, you shouldn't do it to get something out of it. You should do it because that's what you like. Um, I don't know. You're right. It's If everybody was mature about this, we wouldn't have this conversation, but... It's not about proving to anybody or anyone or anything about what you can do or what you're going to do. Just, you know, just smile and be like, yeah, that's awesome. Cool, you did that. That's great. Give them a high five, give them a pat on the back, and just go about your way. It's not worth, you know, crying over. There's way more important things in life than, than you know, getting all upset and getting your panties in a bunch over over stuff that's just fun. <laughs> that's just how I feel Nobody, about it. Uh... Nobody bro handshakes better than me. I just want to say that. Well, you are you are the bro handshake king. <laughs> Wade Wade is a promotional bro handshaker. He's a professional bro got, handshaker. You got that right. Yep. Anyway, and don't you forget uh, it. Yeah. All right. Off my soapbox. I know. I, I. I. Here's the funny thing: is it's like I'll sit back and I'll watch these conversations go down on Facebook, and I won't say anything. I won't type anything. I liked what, what Pepe has said before on some of these topics and what Alan has said before on some of these topics. And you know what, man? At the end of the day, it's just, it's just fishing, for God's sakes, all right? We're all a bunch of yeah. smelly fishermen at the end of the day, sitting in stupid plastic boats, um, doing what it is that makes us happy. And at the, and, and just just mind your own damn business. Go about your business and go catch a, go catch a fish, right? Like go catch a fish. And if you got a problem with somebody in the industry, if you're upset because you got, you feel like you might have got stepped on and somebody got your spot, so to speak, call them out. But don't call them out on social media. Call them out next time you see them at a bait shop or approach them in the parking lot at the at the boat ramp or whatever, and and say, hey man, I'm really upset because people don't like me. Well, get some friends. So uh, <laughs> Justin, Justin, good. Uh, <laughs> Tell, tell us about some nighttime fishing, man. Let's get off this ramp before I lose my radio show. All right, all right. Um, 
Well, yeah, we're getting into the winter season, and, you know, last year was really good for me and Nick and uh, a bunch of other people we, we went fishing with. Um, just wanted to go out and do a little pre-scout trip and just kind of time in my days wisely. Um, that winds is like crazy. Gale force winds picked up Wednesday, like, like 30 or, I don't know, 40 miles an hour, something just ridiculous. And, you know, the current will just rip through there. Like, you couldn't swim from one side to the other and haul over if you wanted to on, you know, on a day like that. But that kind of thing only happens for 24 hours. It doesn't happen, you know, when you have the next day, it's still blowing 20 miles an hour. It's not going to be ripping the next day. It, it balances out. So I decided to go out there and just try my hand at it. And, uh, you know, me, Vicky, and Mark Nalmovitz went out and just, you know, had a scoping trip. I wanted to help Mark get on a bigger red, and Vicky just tagged along. So went out there, same kind of strategy, just hit up the bridge, live shrimp, which, by the way, none of the bait shops on Thursday had any kind of shrimp of any size just because the storm came through and they said, oh, you know, our shrimp guys haven't gotten anything. So we had to go all the way down to Sunrise to make sure we had, you know, legitimate shrimp, four inches at least, five inches, because all the other shops had these, like, you know, little two-inch tiny popcorn-looking shrimp. Um, so we just grabbed a couple dozen of those, run up, and just, you know, just set up the same way. There was no current for a couple of hours, maybe real slight heading into the lagoon. The winds were blowing in our face, so, like, the current would go one way and the wind would blow us another way, so we start slowly spinning in circles. It's like a weird whirlpool thing, but... There's a lot of life out there. I saw eels swimming through the canal, a bunch of little baby flounder, a couple of crabs, um, saw a couple of redfish on top of the water, just kind of cruising. You could hear them drum anywhere outside of the bridge. That was that was pretty cool. It's like the night, you know, you and me and Pepe and others went out there. Yeah. Um, but lots of lots of cookie cutters, lots of like 33, 34, 35 inch fish. I think Vicky got one that was 37. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing I've learned is all the cookie-cutter-sized fish, most of them are going to be right there at the fenders and at the bridge. All your bigger fish in the 40-inch-plus range, they're going to be either at the mouth of either side or, like, right on the outside of the bridge. That seems to be, you know, where a lot of your bigger fish hold up. And it's the same kind of way, just drifting with live shrimp, pick a variety of different weights, and just kind of, you know, be in tune with staying right off the bottom by a couple of feet, like a foot or two. But uh, it's good. You know, I mean, I, I love fishing haul over at night. In the wintertime, it's an easy thing to do if I'm, like, you know, scratching my neck and I got this itch and I'm like, man, I got to get a fish. I just go out to haul over. It's it's pretty consistent, and you can go out there and get at least one fish, be happy about it. Uh, I love doing it in the kayak. A lot of boats will go out there, <coughs> anchor up, and throw a cut bait out and see what they get. But if you get a nice 34, 35-inch fish, you're gonna. It's just because that there's no stress on that fish. You get it in, very gently put it in the kayak. You can put it right over the edge real easily. Spend some time with reviving it. If you have it in a boat and there's an experienced angler or inexperienced angler, and they're holding a 35-inch fish and it shakes and they drop them, you know that's not that's not going to be that great. But if you're right there in the kayak and you're right at water level, it's a it's a really easy thing. Um, but yeah, the one thing. I would want to do with you guys is I want to go hit up that railroad bridge. Like you said, Chuck, I want to check that thing out. 
Yeah, man. Uh, we, me and Alex, and I think, is Alex live or is he still on mute? I think he was on mute. Uh, oh, yeah, he's still muted. Live. Alex. Oh. Alex. Am I live now? There he is. He's alive. Yeah. It's alive. Uh, I, I, I tried to come in on Wade's whole keyhole thing, but there was just no way. I couldn't. I couldn't trump anything that was going on at that point. Huh? <laughs> so, so Alex, we're talking about. I, I'm sure you were listening. We were talking about nighttime fishing. Uh, Justin's been so kind as to kind of let people know kind of how he does his thing over there in uh, Oliver Canal. We've all been talking about for the last couple of weeks wanting to go up to the railroad bridge and do some fishing up there and uh i think it's getting to be close to time man i think the shrimp are going to start moving here shortly if they haven't already begun through the bridge and uh you need to go check it out man what do you what do you say about that you know you hit it you hit it spot on there chuck with the whole shrimp moving and that's the ticket that's really actually the key to the whole situation and uh you know that's been happening forever those fish come off of the uh, off of their spawn, and they're looking to put in, put weight on, and uh, and they have a ready-made buffet the entire winter long. You know, every night at some point in time, shrimp move around those bridges, whether it's Hallover or, or the railroad bridge or any of the bridges that really span the lagoon or the uh, you know the Banana River Lagoon or the Indian River Lagoon. They'll all hold those fish, those big redfish and big black drum, and they're there for that one thing, and that's them shrimp moving. Yeah, so you know, I've had I've had a lot of success fishing uh, Pineda Causeway, Melbourne Causeway, O'Galley Causeway, um, all those bridges uh, at night for big black drum, big redfish, and that kind of thing. Um, using everything from quartered crabs, whole crabs, big pinfish, shrimp. Um, I think what's neat about night fishing is a there's not there's hardly any boat traffic really to speak of unless you're in like the Holliver Canal or, or unless the shrimp are really running and then at that point they're anchored they're not going anywhere and so uh, what's neat about the railroad bridge is the guys that are shrimping there typically the shrimp are running so so quick there that they don't have time to fish so they're not paying any attention to what's going on below the boat except for the shrimp. So yeah, I think I honestly think, man, that that could be uh, that could be a great place for us to make a couple of uh, trips on up there and see what the heck's going on. It's not that far from where you put in, so. Yeah, I put I, well, I put a lot of time in last season shrimping up there, and you know, there's a lot of big fish, just like anywhere else. I mean, Mather's Bridge is another one that's got big oh, yeah. fish on it. You know, just like anywhere else, and that's the thing is, most of those guys that are shrimping. You know, I mean, you got a shrimp net in your hand. The last thing you're thinking about, especially if there's shrimp cruising by, is picking up a rod and catching the little dink trout swimming by or whatever you want to do. You know, going out there and targeting those large fish, those those people could care less most of, most of the time about that, you know. All over, everybody's in there to do it, you know, and that's, that's the, uh, that's, that's, it's a successful spot. It's one of the best areas in the world to do it, you know, to soak a live shrimp and catch a 45-inch red, there's not a whole lot of places you can do that, you know, especially in Florida. So uh, it's definitely a, a unique area. All of them are unique areas, though, and just because we keep those fish inshore year-round, they, they, they have to find forage to, to sustain themselves for the entire year. So uh, that certainly does it in the wintertime, man. They, they stack up in there, and 
you know, watching a 40-inch red pop a shrimp around on top of the water is pretty, uh, pretty sick. What's awesome, too, about some of the bridges, and I'm going to get to uh, – I want to get back over to Justin real quick and ask kind of a rigging question, but uh, what's awesome about the bridges as well is you just don't know what you're going to catch. I mean, the railroad bridge has been known to be home of grouper, mangrove snappers, obviously big trout, redfish, black drums, big sheephead, that kind of thing. But a lot of the bridges up and down the uh, intercoastal waterway are all home to those same those same fish, and you can catch them at night as well as during the day while you're doing this. So, I mean, you could drop a shrimp down on, and, and hook a big 40-some-odd-inch redfish in one drop and then turn around and catch yourself a nice 15, 18-inch uh, um, mangrove snapper the next drop, which is just awesome. You know, it, it definitely they get you kind of out of your comfort zone, so to speak, if you've never night fished from a kayak. I mean, Things go bump in the night. Things go drum in the night. And for the first, for for most folks, their first time out on the water at night's a little sketchy, or can be. Um, I actually feel quite at home at night. I think it's uh, very calming, very relaxing, and uh, you know I don't really worry about those things that go bump in the night, unless it's argatuthus and they're sucking water out of the port. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Watch out. Who argatuthus lives in the port? <laughs> I believe. I believe at this moment. I believe. <laughs> but uh, so, Justin, real quick, um, what, what size hooks are you running whenever you're using the big jumbo shrimp, and uh, what kind of leader? You don't have to give us like all your secrets, but I mean, if you don't mind giving us at least that kind of information, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I like, I like going light. I mean, I've gone out there with 15 pound fluoro once. Just and, and pulled in 34, 35 inch fish just just because I, I can. I've, I've caught a couple, uh, a bunch of fish, and I just wanted to mix it up. But you know, standard between 20 and 30 pound fluoro, um, and the size of your hook, you know, it's just picky with the size of the shrimp. I, I seldom go bigger than a three aught, but if I'm getting shrimp that are four inches, I'll go to a two aught. Um, once we get into the heart of the winter, and we get these just massive, ridiculous jumbo like seven inch eight inch shrimp i mean things that you know you could just peel off and eat right there and it looks that tempting uh if you know still a three aughts good it's just a three aught nautilus style you can use a variety of different circles i just think the nautilus is you know a little more streamlined um and you just want to present it in a way where it's going to drift naturally like if you hook it through the tail it's going to drift backwards it doesn't really you know it's not swimming the way a shrimp's going to swim through the canal um you know hooking it right back behind the collar up on the top of the head, just you know, we'll get it to, to track straight, and just got to make sure you don't pierce the the heart. Want to keep it just flipping and popping and upset and making all kinds of commotion under the water. I use a variety of different split shots. You know, you there's little tiny freshwater ones that you could try to use if there's no current, but if there's no current, you just freeline it. You know, um, but I mean, when Mark and I went, I had these big old Sebastian split shots, like those three quarter ounce custom split shots they use on the jetties and stuff when they're drifting finger mullet or croakers or something off the jetties. Yeah. I, just, I had a couple of those, so I put one on just to try something different. And that worked. I mean, you know, it's it just keep it as natural as possible. You bring a variety of different weights and just kind of play with it. Again, a lot of people do it. A lot of people will go out there and, and try to, you know, put on various different split shot sizes. Or they go out there and they're too heavy or they're too light. And the thing is, I don't think a lot of people key in on when they're hitting bottom and how far they're coming up off the bottom. So, I mean, if you have experience bottom fishing, you know you hit bottom, 
couple of cranks, bring it up right off the bottom, you know, that, that helps. Being really in tune with where your bait is in the water column is really, you know, that's really what's going to help you be successful out there. Nice. Nice. And, um, well, there was, oh, artificials, dude. I know that you're, uh, you're a big fan of Procure. Uh, you're, some would say you may be a pro Procure user. Uh, do oh. you, uh, do you, do you use, uh, any soft plastics at night just to kind of switch it up or bucktails or anything like that? Yeah, uh, I do. I, you know, when I, when I've caught a fish and, or if I just want to go out, do we lose Justin? I have hooked up with a couple of fish on soft plastics. I, I have Justin. yet to get them in. Um, it's a tough thing Anybody? to go out to haul over and take, uh, I really want to try those savage ear shrimps and just get a heavier, like, I don't know, like three eighths ounce or three quarter ounce weighted hook and just slowly drift and bump bottom and put shrimp procure all over it. It would be so cool to pull out a 35 or 38 inch fish on an artificial out there. Um, I do it for trout, you know, around the fender lights. There's, when it gets a lot colder out, you'll find some, some 22 and 24 inch trout hanging around the lights. It's something different to get. Uh, but believe it or not, when I went Thursday, I got a snook. I've, I have not caught a snook in haul over. I haven't even heard about people talk about snook being in haul over for the past like couple of years. I know, you know, three, four years ago, there were massive like 34 and 35 inch snook right there at the bridge, but I got one. Just Pitched the shrimp around the corner, saw a bunch of pops on top of the water, thought they were put out, and pulled in like a 22-inch snook, which is awesome. Um, yeah, so you're right. You really don't know what you're going to get out there. You know, could be a black drum slurping stuff off the top of the water, and you just totally don't expect it. So it's uh, night fishing is really a magical thing. It's pretty cool. Hello. Hey, Cook. Everybody hey, there? Get... It, uh, the sound cut out, now it's back, and then it was gone again. Uh oh. Who else? Who else here? Wade's here. I'm here. Peppy's here. Hey, I'm okay. Back. I'm back now. I got Chuck? bumped. It's like everything went oh. dead there for a few seconds. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did you guys Alien hear grab or anything? Wow. Keyhole grab. That was crazy. <laughs> who's, been, who's been licking doorknobs? Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Good. That was crazy, some dude. You pretty sick diseases. You guys got to quit licking doorknobs. It's like Miley Cyrus up in here. You got you got to you got to love. That's why Alan's sick. Lo- he was uh, he was kissing Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> Out in Louisiana. If you kiss Miley Cyrus, you'd probably be dead. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> anyway, so uh that that was crazy. Um, I don't know what the heck happened. Apparently, Skype doesn't like me very much, but you know that's kind of par for the course, it seems. Too much Are you there? I'm yep. here. Hey, I'm here. I, think, I think it's just glitchy. Yeah. All right then, uh, Alan. Alan, what do you got to add to the uh, nighttime fishing conversation? Well, I got cut off just as Justin was starting to add his uh, artificial selection to the mix there. But um, I have uh, not, yeah, I've not done the night fishing at Hallover yet. Um, I want to, uh, more so than offshore. We all know how I feel about offshore in the kayak, but I won't go there. Aww. 
You're scared. Uh, I know. I'm scared. I'll admit it. <laughs> He's great, Nicole. Look, man, Alan, listen. Uh-huh. You, you, listen, your birthday's coming up. You're a grandfather. You don't have that many more years ahead of you. So you might, as well, you might as well jump on it now while while you're still physically able to go. Yeah. Pretty soon it'll be prunes pretty soon it'll be nothing but prunes and bingo for you, brother. Yep. All Alan, all I, will, I will I will come out all and all say food. that I will rent a new canoe frontier. And go out there with you to help make sure you get over your fear, if that helps. I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll just put my kayak in the low. You guys guys let me know when you're going, and I'll work it out. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so, Alan, uh, you don't have much to to offer up then for nighttime fishing? No. <laughs> so no uh no no nighttime fishing pro staff uh advice. Let's, let's not sugarcoat it. Yeah, let's not sugarcoat it. No, I got nothing. All right. Wade, what do you got to add? Hey, I wanna Alex. What's that? I just wanted to no, just throw in there real quick. Uh I know back in the day Big Time was uh doing the troll right jig heads, which you can use any fish style jig head and uh hooking that shrimp vertically through the head. And missing the brain, of course, and heart and all that, so you don't kill it. And uh, that's mm-hmm. how they used to do it back in the day, drifting or or, uh, or uh, slow trolling them with the boats. And uh, that's that's a good producer right there, and that can do what, like what Justin's saying, coming close to that bottom, coming right off. They give you a little better feel. Yeah, I, I take a jig head a lot of times when the current's, real slow, and I just want to yo-yo these, like, real tight pockets or corners or drops or something. I want to be real finesse and say, I think there's something in this corner. I'll, I'll put on a light jig head and just just slowly yo-yo areas. I'll pull fish out that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways you could do it, man. I, I'd start doing a jig head more. Uh, one thing I wanted to add real quick, because, you know, we always talk about – a hallover comes up when we get into the winter time, and I know a lot of people tune in to the show from all over the place. Uh, just, just have you know a little, um, what's the right word for this? A uh, little cooth when fishing hallover, or you know fishing any of the bridges. It's, you know, it isn't necessarily an easy thing to do. You, you got to kind of know what you're doing out there, but word can travel fast. You know, the fish are almost always there. Um, you know, we'll just keep keep in mind if you go out and you're just slaying like nine or ten redfish, there's really not a point in it. <laughs> go out, get one or two, three, have a good time, take up to a a picture, you know, just just something to remind you of having a good night out there. But but respect the fishery, you know, not a not beat it up. No, don't go every week. You know, don't tell a ton of people about it. Just you know, be cool, be cool about it. Cool. Like all the people that listen to the show, we probably shouldn't tell them about Oliver Canal, how amazing it is at night. Oh, you know, because <laughs> I, don't, I don't want any guys from like Minnesota or uh, Virginia coming down here and just like bombing our canal. Yeah. Or li- yeah, <laughs> listening to the guys from France that listen to the show and the guys from England that listen to the show fly all the way over here just to rent a kayak from Kayaks by Bo to go fish all over. 
man. No, I I agree with you, man. The same can be said for for anywhere where we fish. I mean, you know, and I give them all credit because I think it's cool, but you know, I, I watch. I watch a lot of. I, I've been lately. I've been seeing a lot of pictures coming in from Sebastian Inlet, and it's like, wow! Like every night, y'all go down there and, and put the whooping on these tarpon and on the permit and on all the stuff that's going on down there. Like every single night, huh? So you know, l- kind of let them let them let them be for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Go down there. Catch yourself a couple of fish throughout the week, and then uh, you know, kind of leave, leave them alone a little bit. I mean, I, I'm, all, I'm all about having fun catching a bunch of fish. It is fun to catch a, a pile of fish, but man, you know, just when you when you're fishing in an area that that's like a bridge or say a uh, an inlet or you know even on a flat, you know, you got to just be careful and make sure that when you uh, when you leave it, man, you leave it well stocked for the next guy who's going to come along. Because otherwise, what you yeah. end up with, you end up with the same thing that we have in a lot of the areas of the river, where there's tons of fish, but they're just lockjawed up because they've seen everything a million times. Mhm. Yeah, I know somebody that went down to Sebastian tonight, and he said there was just—he's like, I haven't seen this many boaters out on a weeknight in a long time. He said there were like 15 boats just just setting up a drift inside the inlet, and probably maybe because like the. the, the it may be because the moon's coming up. I've been getting up early in the morning to go to work, and the, that full moon, or it's close to full moon, is uh, almost, uh, it's just getting to where it's close to setting. So I imagine a few hours before, it's up straight overhead, you know? Yeah, I know that's I know that's the reason why. Um, but it's like, if you're good at something, if you're good at going out and catching redfish at Hallover, or you're, you're really good about finding black drum and uh, the no motor zone or, or whatever it is, like me and killing thirty one inch trout. I'm good at that. You know, you you mix it up. You, you just hey, I've seen it. Like I've a, seen it done. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you always want to do something different. Like I'd love to go out and target sheepshead. I've never targeted sheepshead, man. As we get into the winter time, I want to mix it up and do that. I want to also try and go get a, a sailfish out of my kayak down to the Pompano Fort Lauderdale area in the winter time. Just you know, just doing different adventures. Um, just doing the you same know, thing over and over. I tell you what, yeah. last year Thousand Islands had hundreds, thousands of sheephead out on the flat out there, man. Thousands of them. Justin, I'll tell you, you, you you've shared you've shared some uh, some technical advice with our listeners and with myself about fishing all over. So I'll share my knowledge of catching sheephead with you. Are you ready? Uh oh. Yep. I have a ten foot. I have a 10-foot cast net, and I throw that net. I throw that net on the top of one of those big schools running down the flat in the no-motor zone, and I pretty much cull them until I have the ones I want for my limit. Pretty hard to do. I mean, it is. It takes a lot of skill. I mean, I've been I've been practicing my technique of of calling them in for a long time, and. Uh, you know, caw-caw, and then here they come, and then next thing you know, <laughs> curl the net, and then it's all, it's all. Peppy's actually the one that showed me how to do it. <laughs> right, Peppy? Hey, man, I got a I got a ten foot half inch, so I'm pretty sure it'll sink fast enough in about two feet of water. I'll, I'll you know, I'm gonna worry about them getting away. 
Yeah, Pepe's the one that showed me how to do it, you know, a couple of years ago on his when he was with uh, when he's on his Diablo. He stood up on that Diablo with a twelve foot mullet net and he just hurled that thing like a uh, like a samurai. <laughs> amazing. I'm like, what are you oh, doing, man? Catch, I said, I said, are you catching this bait right now? He's like, no, I'm catching meat for dinner. No, no, and, and you know what was crazy? The craziest part. Peppy threw a 12-foot net with a cigar hanging out of his mouth and never, ever got it wet. The guy is like a ninja to nets. Um, That's the thing about Peppy and his cigars. Now he's got that pedal craft. He was saying, I got that pedal craft. Now I can't stop smoking cigars. I smoke twice as many cigars now. (laughs) Not bad one now. No, it's all it's all in fun, man. I don't know where that was going or where that came from, but I just figured I'd talk about throwing nets on sheephead. There you go. <laughs> hey, I'll so, tell you my only experience of haul over. Go ahead. I went uh, with uh, went with uh, Peppy a few weeks ago, and and uh, being that I was lazy, I had the same knocker rig that I had from when I went golf fishing. <laughs> And I uh, put a hook of pinfish to the back, and I cast that thing out, and it was like a cannonball landing in the water with that big egg sinker on it. That uh, I think it was a four-ounce egg sinker on it. And oh, it was laughing on me, hearing that thing kawooshing co- in the water. You know, I had a 50-pound test with, I think it was 80-pound test leader on that. I ended up catching a, I don't know, it was a, forget what size that red was. It was 30-something, 34, 30, 36-something, 30, I don't even remember. I'm catching a nice red that night, but every time awesome. I cast that thing, it was just like a cannonball hitting the water. Cool. Well, folks, we're at the top of the hour. It's it's been more than fun tonight. Um, it's a little little crazy at times, but uh, that is the Monday night show. It's what you kind of come to expect, I think, with this show. Uh, I'm going to hit one more commercial break. When we come back, we're going to uh, go through our panel of uh, experts and or pros, as we like to call them, and. Uh, See what everyone's doing this upcoming week, and give them all an opportunity to uh, to uh, well, what's what's a good word? I can't use the the other word um, to show some love to their supporters. So there you go. That, we'll be back in just a second here on Kayak Fishing Radio. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish and the perfect fly rod yeah. and get ready for some magic. What an awesome eat, I got one. Oh, damn, I got him. You got it. I got him. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yakangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. There you go, yakangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. Adam Hayes, Mark Wananabe, the uh, the founders, owners of 
yakangler.com, good friends of mine, good friends of everybody here on the show. Um, what can you say, man? They've got an awesome site. they got a great forum. Um, it's, it's not like your traditional forum where you have to go and kind of walk on the P's and Q's and make sure that you don't hurt somebody's feelings for posting up pictures of fish with certain products hanging out of their faces. It's a great, uh, great place to go, man, so go check them out. Also, too, don't forget on, on the uh, Space Coast Kayak Angler page on Facebook, if you're not a member of Space Coast Kayak Anglers, you don't have to be local to do so. If you just want to learn more about fishing on the Space Coast, join us up, man. It's like one big happy family. One big happy boudin-eating family. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So thank you very much, Randy English, for giving us all early heart attacks. Um, Justin. Yep. You got plans this week, my man? Are you going to be going out doing any fishing? Uh, during the week, no, I'm going to put a little temporary hiatus and uh, uh, recharge for this weekend for the Cars Park tourney coming up around the corner. Um, uh, Alan, don't you dare postpone that because I only swing uh, <laughs> changing up my plan so many times. I hear you. We should be good. Yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll, get, we'll, get, even, we'll get we'll get we'll get Alan to talk about that in just a second. Well, so so you're going to fish the tournament. What's your? Do you have any? Uh, you have a game plan in mind? You got an area that you're going to try and go hit, or I don't want you to tell us where you're going to go. Just you know, do you have anything like that already planned out? Yeah, I'm going to bring um, I'm going to bring uh, uh, some tacks and a hammer and uh, find every kayak within the area of cars and uh, put hold. No, I'm serious. Uh, I don't know, man. I, cars is a hard place for me to fish. Uh, I I just don't do well there. So it's, I, I'm kind of thinking about just getting away from everybody and trying something different because there is just five miles of that three to four or five-foot drop that runs right out of cars all the way up to Buck Creek and further. You know, fish could be holding anywhere in there. So I'm, I'm probably just going to get away from people, chill, play a little light music, you know, have a good time, um, and just chunk a little bit, and yeah, I mean, cars, I, I like exploring it every time I go. I don't know it very well, so probably just go find something different. <laughs> cool, sounds good, and uh, you got anybody, any sponsors or any uh, any supporters that you'd like to give a little shout out to, since we're on the topic tonight? Yeah, man, uh, Procure, Procure is awesome. Uh, especially when we get into the winter time, I make sure that's on all of my soft plastics. I just match the hatch and, and go from there. Uh, big fan apparel and Mandy with tail and toads. I, awesome. I, I like her stuff, you know. And, and, and you are fishing the uh, Adventure Fishing World Championship again? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It will be done. I will <laughs> come out in public and say I will be in a Hobie. For Adventure Fishing World Championship. Ooh. Uh, I know. I know. I love it, man. I mean, Malibu's are great. They serve a purpose. I, I do love my Malibu, and but the next boat will be a Hobie. Uh, it's just, it's more practical. I mean, I kind of known it in the back of my head the whole time. I never argued that they were good boats. I just, I know what I need. It's a tournament boat, man, and you cover a lot of water. It's definitely, uh, it's going to help out a lot. <laughs> Amen, brother. And from one Malibu guy to another Malibu or ex-Malibu guy, you need to get him to change that on your coastal angler thing there, uh, 
Alex. Um, talking about using Hobies, what do you? What's your plan this week, brother? You got any? Uh, I know you're doing your seminar tomorrow night for the uh, S. Uh, what is it? The uh, FSFA. Yeah. First, to clear that up, I actually talked to Damon today and made sure that they caught that on the next one because they had been uh, <laughs> they had been missing it on the past couple. And I uh, had to make sure they got the eyeball on that one. So it will be changed on this uh, this next one, of course, with a good shout-out to KBB Outfitters in there. Uh, my, 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 home shop mm-hmm. and my, home, my home shop and place that I like to be, oh, good old K- Kayak by Bo, man. You can't beat it. Hit them up in Titusville. Appreciate um, it, brother. It, yeah, absolutely. Of course, like you said, this uh, coming up tomorrow night um, over here in Merritt Island at the uh, Veterans Center, if you look up Florida Sport Fishing Association or FSFA.org, you can uh, figure out where the location is. And I'm actually giving a free seminar. They have uh, food, they have beer, a little bit of donation, and everything has everybody has a good time. It's, uh, I believe, the uh, one of the longest standing fishing clubs in the state of Florida. And uh, my father was a former former president of the club. I, I'm near and dear to my heart. The whole group of them. And uh, they do some great stuff, and maybe we can make a run on their offshore tournament in kayaks this year. Maybe try to do the Kingfish, like that. That'd be a good one. But uh, and then, of course, I'm gearing up for the uh, the good old Cars Park Redfish tourney. I wouldn't uh, miss that one for the world. So uh, I think Logan's actually going to be fishing. So I'll be doing the kid thing and hanging out with him and seeing if we can't try to find a big old redfish swimming around somewhere. There, I know there's one or two of them out there somewhere. So. If not, we'll just go. Are you familiar with that area there? uh, How's that? Are you familiar with that area out there? I've been out there once or twice. I know there's fish (laughs) to be found. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, we'll be camping. We'll have the camper out there. We're going to be there hanging out the whole time, of course, as always. And I can't wait for it. You know, I was ready for it when it was uh, planned. And then uh, it didn't go off, so I'm ready for it when it's replanned. and of course, I am fishing the Adventure World Kayak Fishing Championships with the great one and only Redfish Chuck. Sorry, former partner Alan. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ditched you ditched me for the for the cigar. I understand. No, but uh, no, I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. It's going to be a great time. It was a great time last year. And uh, like Chuck dropped so eloquently, um, I was. For years, paddled around my uh, my Malibu kayaks, and they were really good to me. And uh, have recently been brought to the light. Some people like to say going to the dark side. I I, I call it coming to the light and uh, figuring out what fishing, you know, kayak fishing without having to paddle is all about. And uh, and it's going to be a good time, and I can't wait to get that done. On a on a quick note, I'll get off real quick. Um, actually, I think when I hang up, I'm going to be heading out there to uh, do some trout fishing. Because it's dead calm in Merritt Island right now, so I know the lagoons are slick as can be, and that moon is beautiful. So um, I'm going to see if I can catch me a big old trout here once we hang this phone up. But um, if you guys want to get a hold of me, Alex Gorichke on uh, Facebook, Local Lines Guide Service on Facebook, LocalLinesCharters.com. Look me up. I'm all over the place. Come take a trip with me. Give me a call. Ask me how the bite's doing. I'm more than... More than happy to share information with everybody and anybody. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, knowledgeable anglers are much better than not unknowledgeable anglers on the water. So uh, I try to help people out. Same with my seminars. If you can make it out tomorrow night, I'd love to see you. 
And uh, I'm sure the FSFA would love to have some people out there that, that maybe haven't been exposed to their uh, to their cause and what they do for people. So I will be there, my man. Excellent, excellent. Remember that kayak by bow banner so I can uh, drop it down on the yak when I'm giving my talk. Yes, sir. Where's that seminar at tomorrow night? It's going to be at the Veterans Center in Merritt Island. It's right back behind the mall. If you look up Veterans Center in Merritt Island, you'll be able to find it. It uh, oh, tentatively uh, where starts, they have that helicopter at? Yep. Exactly. And it uh, okay, tentatively yeah. starts at 637. It's kind of the meet and greet. Um, they have some uh, official club business to do. And then uh, the seminar will kick off, you know, shortly after that, 730, 8 o'clock, somewhere in there. And uh, we'll see how long I can uh, can keep my mouth going for before I stop. And uh, it'll probably be right around an hour. And uh, everybody will have, be drinking beers and having a good time. It's always a good time. And like I said, they're... They're an old club. They do a lot of really good stuff in the area, and um, there's a lot of really great members. A lot of information gets shared at, at meetings like that. And if you're ever, you know, really wanting to expand your fishing or, you know, your networking, whether you're wanting to get to know companies like at the Boondoggle where you can actually go and, you know, hang out with the owners of some of these kayak companies or uh, just share knowledge and learn new things about your area, Getting involved in the in in the social activities and in the 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 whole entire environment of either kayak fishing or fishing in general is a really great way to expand yourself and uh, not kind of pigeonhole yourself into anything and uh, and really learn all you can. I'm a student of the lagoon. I was born and raised here in Merritt Island, learning this water since I was a little kid, like many other people, and uh, I learn something new every time I touch the water. And if you're not learning stuff new, if you're not coming fresh at the game, then you're just outdated. I like it. I like it. Outdated. Speaking of outdated, <clears throat> Wade, what's up, brother? <laughs> uh, I knew that. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Yeah, I thought it was either going to be you or me, Wade. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the old. I'm the old man, I guess. You he, know. He's the one that always claims the geriatric knees or shoulders or something. I don't know. Anyway. Wait, what's always, going on, always hurting on me. Are you, uh, are you fishing? Uh, I, I, I would imagine you're fishing the tournament. Are you fishing at all other than that this week at all? Are you working or what? Well, I, the, this week's a five-day week for me. I'm on, I'll be fishing the, the tournament. I've tried calling out there today to reconfirm a campground since, uh, you know, but uh, nobody ever answered the phone out there today. And But... Uh, and I'm gonna be fishing at AWSC. I've already ordered my 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 uh, native propel, my pedal craft. Should be coming here in the next few weeks. And me and the man, the myth, the legend, Randy English, team uh, boot and plans gonna be fishing at AWSC this year. Nice. But uh, I've got the, I've been the, looking at the weather forecast already and you know but it changes every dang day to see what the weather's going to be like for this upcoming tournament this weekend just to plan how i'm uh, going to fish and how far i'm going to go from the launch you know <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be nice and easy i plan on going a good long ways if it's not i might not go but uh you know 100 yards dock number 10 there you go exactly <laughs> right exactly <laughs> right there you go well, I know Wade. I know you're uh, you're on the uh, native team, the native pro team. So, uh, anybody else you want to drop any uh, any well, thank yous to? Or? I got to give props to uh, 
kayaks by Bo, of course, and uh, your outfit, KBB Outfitters, they've uh, been they've done right by me. I always got to say good things about our boy Chris down there at Slayer Inc. I love them baits, you know, and and I love my my Lenny rods. I call them my black dog custom rods. I always call them my Lenny rods. Taught me lots of fish, you know. Good deal, good deal, and from uh, one geriatric to another, Alan. Oh, there's one. One other thing I want to say to you, Chuck, and I posted this on Facebook, uh, I, uh, you know, this the, the month for thankfulness, and I said that I was thankful for SCK, man. But I've so many friends this year since you've uh, started this group. I think that was an awesome thing you did, man. I'm very thankful for that. Well, I, I appreciate that, Wade. Um, I, I, can't, I can't even begin to, uh, to thank every, each and every person who's hit that that button to request to be in, involved in our group. Um, it's, it's trust me when, when I tell you the evening when I looked at Jess and I told her I was fed up with the way that I was treated on a, on another group page. Um, and it was time for us to do something, uh, to kind of bring the coastal line, uh, folks together. I, I never would have in a million years would have ever imagined that we would be as tight knit of a group as we are. I mean, just look, I mean, honestly, everywhere we go, boondoggles, wherever, fishing tournaments, whatever, it's always our core group of guys. And if we have an open house at the shop or something's going on at Richard's store down at Harry Goods, um, Mike Kinnean has his movie. I mean, it's everybody shows up. It's like a big family. And, and, you know, you guys have been there for me on a million times when I've needed some prayers and stuff. We've, take care of our own you know alan's a good example of that and you know it's a lot of fun it's it's really neat to see the new guys like the the guys that posted up recently this this past week of oh my first post here you know and it's it's really really fun to to watch it grow and so no thank you wade i appreciate it man and and i belong to the other group and i was out fishing with alan i'd met met alan out fishing a thousand islands and he told me about the fcka and I wouldn't have known any of y'all if he wouldn't have told me about that. You or Peppy, Mike Canine or Rob DeVore, you know, Randy English, none of y'all. Probably wouldn't have met it. Yeah, you know, I might have met some of y'all eventually. Or Alex, met all y'all through SCKA, man. Just so, Alan, you're, so, Alan, you're responsible for that? Yes, sir, Alan is responsible. It's his fault. <laughs> 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 he, was, he was talking to me. I, I just, I had to you can blame him. No, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> That's cool, Wade. Yeah. No, man. Trust me, man. We, I, we, like I say, man. We definitely appreciate everybody being a part of it, and, and you know, it's helped out this radio show, and it's helped out a lot of folks who's, you know, been trying to find their way in kayak fishing on the Space Coast, and not only just here, but you know, other areas too. I mean, it's a great resource for for information. From, in my opinion, uh, and it's not really my opinion. It's basically factual. You can tell by the tournament wins and how many people have placed in, in tournaments that, that fish out of our group, um, that we have probably the best collection of kayak anglers in the state of Florida, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's cool. You know, it's, it's really cool. So uh, thank you. Uh, Alan. Yeah. yeah real, big real tournament this weekend, gonna, brother. Gonna, yeah. Um, same format. Um, we're just rolling it over. Uh, captain's meeting Friday night at Cars Park, 7 p.m. We probably are going to keep it closed to fish no motor zone. Uh, the only reason we uh, 
decided to open that up for the last tournament that we had to reschedule was the weather was starting to go south on us pretty quick. Uh, the wind direction was very, very unfavorable for uh, for Cars Park, no motor zone. Anything anything out of that easterly direction is, is not good. I mean, it's it's fishable if it's light, but, you know, when you're looking at 15, 20-mile-an-hour winds plus, it can be, uh, you know, actually dangerous. So uh, we probably will keep it keep it limited to no motor zone this coming up weekend unless something changes. I'm going to get everything posted up probably tomorrow. Um, captain's meeting Friday night. Uh, we'll have everybody's tokens ready for them. Uh, people that cannot make the captain's meeting for some reason, I will be at the main cars launch at the end of the dirt road all the way to the north end uh, to give you your uh, whatever type of token we have that, that must be in your picture. Um, we'll launch at Safe Light, probably have a weigh-in about 3 o'clock. We've got Sonny's Catering coming in to, uh, to cater lunch, which is included in your $40 entry fee, uh, along with the T-shirts and all that stuff. So, uh it is on, unless something uh, really, really takes a drastic turn. It is going to happen this Saturday, so should be good. What's the uh, what's the the slam? Is it just red? Is it just red? Right? Uh, just red? Yeah, just redfish. Big, big redfish, small redfish, most spots, and youth angler category. That's pretty much going to be and, a, uh, a fly category. Late, yeah, we're going to do lady fish category. for Steve McNerney. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's we'll, we'll, we'll open that for him. Yeah. You can catch catch bait for everybody. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Anyway, real quick. Um, aside from the tournament, and uh, and I'm not going to go into a big long drawn out thing about this, but one thing I want to do real quick for anybody that had anything to do with uh, with what you put together, Chuck, and and I know a couple other people had a hand in that, and there's no way to possibly thank everybody. Um, but what you guys did for my wife and I with what I went through with. Uh, Medical issues, uh, issues here with the house, with the uh, the water leak and all that stuff. I mean, it was one thing after another. Um, you know, we didn't have any, any direction to turn to get away from, uh, seemed like just one negative thing after another. But you guys rallying up and, and just supporting me and Jennifer and getting us through that. Um, you know, not, not only your, uh, you know, support and everything, but the, uh, the financial side of things with what you did with the raffle. And I know a lot of people stepped up. Uh, you know, Jackson Kayaks, Slayer, um, Tackle Webs, uh, Yak Gear. I mean, just, you know, I, I know I'm forgetting somebody, and I know, I know I'm going to miss some people too, but um, really from the bottom of my heart, you know, Jennifer and I cannot thank you guys enough for uh, for everything you did to get get us through that. So I really appreciate that. Hey, man. You know what? Like like I said before, uh, we're one big family, and, and I really truly feel that way about you guys. Um, you guys are all my brothers and, and, you know, I don't, I don't throw that term around loosely. I mean, it, it's whenever one of us is in need or, or has, or is down or luck, you know, it's, it's all we can do is circle the wagons and do what we can to help out. So, uh, no, man, you know, yeah. and you do it for any of us, man. So it's, it's, you know, it is you what know, it is. You, you guys, you got me through it. I mean, the jokes, the, the, the phone calls, the, you know, everything. I mean, I, I couldn't have done it know seriously without without all you guys you know my family was great you know but but you really uh cannot imagine what it meant to, to jennifer and i to find out what you guys were doing and and everything else so uh you guys you guys got us through it so i really appreciate it no worries brother no worries at all um so is your kitchen fixed not yet <laughs> <laughs> no i was gonna say it's time for another another margarita party at the, at the oh, ryland house yeah. again <laughs> <We're getting there. laughs> 
The kitchen is usable. Mar- margarita machine party. Yeah, it's it's the kitchen is usable. We we do have a workable kitchen, but but it's not not quite done yet. So, but uh, but we're getting there. Alan. Let us know as soon as it's fixed so we can have a party there again, man. <laughs> All right. uh, sponsors and supporters, brother. Yeah, yeah, real quick. Uh, Kayaks by Bo, KBB Outfitters, that has recently opened. Um, uh, let's see. Harry Goods Outdoor Shop, uh, Red Zone Apparel, Temple Fork Outfitters, Jackson Kayaks, Yak Gear Railblazer, uh, Chris Sensi with Slayer Ink Lure Company. Uh, I think he was listening earlier. Again, brother, if you're listening. Cannot thank you enough for that trip. Incredible. Cannot wait to get back out there. Um, anybody else listening, if you guys have not tried Slayer Ink Lures, that's just about all I use anymore. I mean, they are just amazing. I used them today, caught a bunch of tarpon. Uh, anyway, uh, get some, try them. KPB Outfitters sells them. Harry Goods has them. So uh, they are available. Uh, that's it. Excellent. Peppy. Yes, sir. Well, you guys had fun at the tournament this weekend and stuff. I might, I might be there if I get back in time. I might be there afterwards for the, for the award ceremony and all that kind of stuff. I'll be there for that. But um, Saturday is duck hunting opener, so you got. I will be duck hunting. I will be duck hunting. Island decided to put that tournament on that day, and he just wasn't thinking. (laughs) Just wasn't thinking when he did it, because Alan was planning on duck hunting too, weren't you, Alan? So yeah, so I got all my stuff ready to go, and then boom. That gives the rest of us a chance. So that gives us the rest of a chance. So yeah, right. Good riddance, Peppy. Let's do it on couple blues today. Good riddance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm go so duck mean. Hunt. <laughs> So um yeah, but I'll 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 pass I'll swing by there on Saturday when I'm done doing my little duck hunting. So um bring duck for us. If I yeah, I could. Fresh duck, man. Yeah, some fresh duck, yeah. man. We could cook some up. It wouldn't we'll be a bad thing. Yeah, bring those Heck uh, yeah. bacon rack bacon wrapped duck popper things you brought last time or whoever brought them, you or Lenny or whatever. Yeah, yeah, both of us did them that time. He had some. Yeah, I had some also. Yep. So cool. But um, yeah. So uh, my sponsors, uh, Kayak Fisher Radio, Native Watercraft, Harry Goods Outdoor Shop, Kayaks by Bo, KBB Outfitters, Hook One, Jack Attack, Slaring Lures, Orca Coolers, Ram Mounts, Aquabound Paddles, Tackle Webs, Fishing Photo Radio, Black Dog Custom Rods, and Tailing Toads. Thank you all, sponsors. Uh, what can I say? Um, am I considered a pro? Am I a pro staff with with all those? What 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 am I considered? Am I considered a product whore? What am I? <laughs> you're, 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 you're a you are a sellout for the man. You're a pro. <laughs> We're all. And you pros. know what? I thank. And you know what? I don't care what they say. I thank my sponsors wholeheartedly for everything they do for me because it's like I said, you know, in that when that whole thing was going on, it's a two way street. I help Amen. them, they help me. It's a two way street. 
you know, and, is, and I only, yep, and I only use, and I, you will only see me using the products. You will see me if I, if they, they sponsor me, I am using their stuff, and and I and I, and I believe in the stuff. I'm not going to be sponsored by something that I don't believe in. So that whole thing, that's you know, what makes that, that's what makes that whole want. argument uh, ridiculous. It's it's kind of you you become promotional for it because you love their product, not uh, because you're chasing somebody to to promote, you know? Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Well, and just, just yeah. remember, sometimes those that cast stones live in glass houses, and they do the same thing when they need something. So, so uh, as somebody pointed out, but whatever. Anyhow. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I do, I, I'm looking in the chat room. I know we dropped a bunch of our folks that are in the chat room. I see that. A good friend, Ann, from New Smyrna Beach, who is married to Mike, is still in the chat room. And I wanted to go ahead and explain what is going on on Facebook uh, in the Space Ghost page to everyone who cares to listen. So basically, awesome. Ann, came, Ann came to us uh, at Kayaks by Bo at the last um, cleanup, actually prior to that, at the last demo day. And said, hey, I want to get Mike a pro angler for Christmas. And, of course, me being me, I was like, well, okay, let's do this. Let's, you know, figure out which one you want and let's make this happen. So uh, through through her efforts to try and keep it a secret uh, up until what would have been the tournament, um, see, Alan's just good at ruining everybody's plans uh, because – <laughs> he was he was going to get it as an early Christmas present at the tournament, you know, before the weather blew it out, and uh, so we had to like kind of push it back. Well, in 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 that time frame, Mike goes on to win the Jackson kayak that was donated for Alan's raffle, and decides that it's time to get rid of the tandem Hobie that he had. So he's got all this extra money in his hands, and he's he he's wanted a pro angler for a while, so he's comes by the shop uh, yesterday and he was like, man, you know, I think, uh, I think it's time. I think I'm going to get one. I, I'm not sure if it's going to be a 12 or the 14 and we're talking and we're talking little does he know that next door to where we were standing wrapped up in plastic is his boat that his wife had already picked out for him, paid for and everything. So, um, I'm just kind of like baiting him like, yeah, yeah. Are you sure you want the 12, maybe not the 14 or, you know, just why don't you try both of them, make sure you know which one you're getting, which one, to be happy with or whatever. And, uh, cause I know full well that either way that he goes, he's going to be happy with it, but you know, you should definitely try out both boats and, and kind of get a feel for the 12 and the 14. They're different boats completely because of the length. But anyway, so, uh, she, so he sells the boat today, the, the tandem. And now he's like, all right, I'm going down to kayaks by boat this week. I'm going to pick up a boat. And I don't think Ann had any choice, but to tell him, that she bought him one for Christmas because otherwise they'd have ended up with two of them. So, uh, now that you say that, I think she had mentioned it to me with the cleanup that she was going to get him that for Christmas. Yeah. And in fact, yeah, she was trying to pay for it at the cleanup and, and Mike kept walking back and forth from my shop to the, to the KBB and back and forth. And she couldn't get the transaction done while, you know, trying to, look over her shoulder for him being there. But anyhow, so congratulations, Mike. 
you, either way you go with the 12 or the 14, buddy, you've got yourself a great boat. And uh, um, can't wait to see a bunch of pictures of you catching all kinds of fish in it, man. It's awesome. So, Ann, good job. Sorry that uh, you had to kind of spill the beans a little early, but I'm sure he was still just as excited nonetheless. And, Mike, I hope you forgive me sometime for playing possum. But anyway. So, uh, two more great people I have met through SCKA, man. Oh, amazing people. Two more awesome folks I've met through SCKA, the group you started. Yep. We, we, played, we, we spent some time, me and Jess spent some time with them uh, at the boondoggle while you guys were offshore. Uh, we were inshore playing around and just kind of hanging out and went over to the beach and stuff like that with them. And we really, really enjoy the time with them. And, and just, I enjoy talking to Mike every time he comes by the shop and Ann's a sweetheart. So indeed, man, good people, good people over there at uh, Space Coast Kayak Anglers. But uh, again, folks, as always, I like to, to thank everybody for listening to the show, tuning in. Please do us a favor and spread the word about the show. Uh, jump on your social media network sites and, and tell people to come over here and listen to us babble on Monday nights. You never know. You might actually learn something one of these nights. And uh, I think tonight was one of those evenings that there was some really good information uh, uh, bestowed upon you guys from some some of who I would consider the best, some of the best kayak anglers in uh, Central Florida. So, you know, we we try to have a topic at hand, and if we can't come up with something to talk about, I mean, as far as the topic's concerned, we'll just kind of, blab on for a while sometimes it's entertaining and funny sometimes more serious and sometimes i just need to step up on a soapbox so uh and i appreciate you guys listening to me gripe but uh so with that being said i want to thank chip gibson for giving me the opportunity a couple of years ago to be able to do this silly show and uh thank you very much to alan and uh and peppy for coming on board uh what i feel has been uh the best move i've made yet in, with the show as far as making you guys co-host the show. I know sometimes I'm long-winded and you, know, you guys don't get to jump in quite as much as I think you should. And uh, that I'll, I'll, I'll learn to share. <laughs> I will <laughs> just got to understand that I'm so used to just doing this, the whole thing by myself. So um, it's still, it's still neat to me that I got guys that can just jump in when I get tongue tied or I lose reception or whatever the case may be. So, uh, but with that being said, uh, and we, since we are kind of in this whole spirit of thanking people and thanking everybody, uh, I, I'm just what I'm thankful for this holiday season is the fact that I that I have a healthy um, a healthy family. My little ones are growing; they're uh, they're doing what they I guess little ones should be doing uh, in their various stages of life. Um, Logan being a blessing in disguise for Jessica and I. Uh, and I'm thankful for all of my friends who have always been there for me whenever I need, you know, a shoulder to, to not necessarily cry on, but a shoulder to kind of lean on in hard times. Because trust me when I tell you having a child with special needs is not an easy thing at all to do or to try and live with. So with that being said, um, I hope everybody has a very safe week. Get out there, get some fish. I will not be at the tournament, uh, unfortunately. Uh because Alan put it off. Thanks, buddy. Um, Logan's birthday party is on Saturday. So I'll be celebrating my little one's birthday, which is cool. You know, he turns three. I'm super excited about that. And uh, I'm going to try and make it out there. celebrated at cars? Yeah. yeah, Good luck with that. (laughs) I'm I'm going to try and show up Friday night to hang out and drink a cold beer or something like that with you guys and just kind of chill for a little bit. What? 
Jameson. <laughs> I don't think that's Jameson. I see what Jameson does to Peppy, man. I ain't doing that. Jack so, Daniels. I'll bring I'll bring the I'll bring the Jack Daniels, man. All right then. So uh <laughs> but you know, you guys have fun out there and uh and good luck to all the guys who are guys and girls who are and kids who are competing and uh may everybody be safe and healthy and let's uh let's see you guys back here next Monday night for another edition of the Redfish Chuck Show. Um but I'd like to thank my sponsors of course. Uh, Hobie Kayaks, Orca Coolers, Tackle Webs, Railblazer, Yak Gear, Ego Nets, ENO, Bending Branches, Slayer Ink Lures, KBB. Of course, I guess I'm sponsored by my own business, KBB Outfitters, and Real Adrenaline Energy Drinks. And my newest uh, uh, sponsor, kind of, I guess I'm a professional, I don't know, um, for adventurous custom rods. Um, my buddy Durwood. Uh, contacted me the other day and asked me if I would uh, like to join his ranks. And let me tell you, if you're looking for uh, big boy toys up to 130 size outfits, he makes he makes a darn good rod, man. And uh, don't forget about our boy uh, also, too. Lenny over at Black Dog uh, makes a great rod as well. So um, nothing better, man, than local than local uh, guys who, who do what they do. So support local businesses this holiday season. You know, don't try not to go online and buy online. And, you know, for the couple pennies you're going to save, you're going to help fuel somebody's jet or you're going to help to uh, keep the lights on in their giant house they have on a giant private lake and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, think about those who who uh, are there for you week in and week out and the customer service is there. And when something breaks, who do you run to? Right. I mean, if you buy a rod from somebody online, you break it and you show up in my store and you want me to repair, replace it for you because it's got a warranty. I'll probably do it just so I can get your business. <laughs> but, uh, but no, but seriously, you know, try and take care of your local guys, man. We, we definitely all appreciate it. And, uh, there you go. That's all I got. So with that being said, anybody got anything else to add? Everybody good? I have one thing to add. If whoever's listening, don't get into your shop and get some of those STB chicken off the chains. They are doing themselves a disservice. That bait <laughs> is as thick as they are, man. Once you see that bait in the water, you're like, that is a fish-catching bait, man. Love that bait. Peppy well, had I'm... those when we were pre-fishing Friday. I, I, I made him give me a couple of them, and I told him I would never repay him. <laughs> and then we stopped by your shop and bought not a couple of bags of them because I was like, man, that is the sickest looking bait I've ever seen. But I've uh, caught some big baits. I had something on in the tournament. I wish I'd have caught to bent my dang hook open. Wish I'd have caught, and I might have placed a little bit better than seventh. But uh, that's a sick bait, man. So everybody needs to stop in your shop and get that bait. I don't I care if they get any it. other bait. They need to get that bait. <laughs> it's a new slogan. It, it's a new slogan. Get that bait. Get that yeah, bait. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I got off the phone with Chris earlier and, and confirmed that my order has been placed indeed, so I will have a fresh selection of STBs, SSTs, and SSBs in the shop as well. So uh, thank you guys for the support on that, man. I really appreciate it. It's a dream come true to be able to – Try and sell fish and tackle and never go fishing ever again. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, thank you guys all for calling Justin, Wade, um, Alex, 
you guys feel free to call us anytime, man. This has been a lot of fun. In fact, I, I encourage you each to do so. I told Wade before, call the show as much as you want. Same thing with you, Justin. I enjoy talking to you guys, and thank you so much for uh, the knowledge you drop on the listeners, man. It's awesome. But uh, with that being said, everybody be safe this week, please, and uh, give your kids a kiss if you have kids. If you don't, give your girlfriend or, or significant other a kiss and tell them you love them. You never know when your last day may be here. And uh, take a kid fishing, man. Neighbor, your kid. Niece, nephew, whatever. Take a kid fishing. They're the future of our sport, and it's a lot of fun to watch them catch a fish. With that being said, we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. All right. Thanks, guys.